0: back to the show. I hope you're having a good week and today we're going to do something a little bit different. I'm going to share with you today the results of a survey that we just did with over 1,500 She Speaks members, women from around the U.S. ages 18 to 74. And the purpose of this survey that we did was to better understand how we are as audience, as people who follow other people on social media, how we're being affected by it, and how does it influence us? And we asked over 1,500 women to share with us their thoughts. What do they think social media is doing for them? How is it impacting them? And there were four key areas we decided to ask about. One area was related to work life and career. Another was health and wellness, and then... Politics and voting. And finally, we also delved into shopping. So, we're going to start off the show with some clips from an interview that I did with Marketing Brew or Morning Brew. If you're familiar with them, you may not be. They are a publication that comes out every day and is really geared towards people who work in the advertising, marketing, branding world. And so, we're going to have a few clips from that about the study that we did with our She Speaks community related to how they are being impacted by people they follow on social media. We cover health and wellness, political and the voting arena, in shopping and in work and career. So you'll hear a few clips from that. We've been really fascinated with this idea of the impact that influencers and creators are having on how we do everything from shop to how we take care of our health, to how we think about political issues and voting, and also how we think about work and career. So we just finished a study that really tried to get much more insight into how we are being affected as let's say consumers of influencer content of people who scroll on social media and follow influencers how are we being impacted by that content in the four areas that i mentioned and one of the things that was really interesting is the first one that where we see That women are very cognizant. They say that they consume a lot of content in the shopping category, but they're also cognizant that it's impacting and influencing how they shop. So that was one of the areas that we saw was a high consumption, meaning women say that they are consuming that content on a pretty regular basis, meaning what are some things I should buy? Maybe following a creator who has a fashion sense and looking for things to buy from that. Or I'm a new mom and I'm looking at following a creator who talks about great products for my kids. So that area, we saw that over half of women say they consume that content at least once per week, and that also they recognize that they are being impacted. It's impacting their purchase. There we saw that at least 50% of women said that they have purchased based on seeing content from someone that they follow on social. That increase of of just saying that 50% that say that they buy something based on someone else's social media posts, an influencer they follow, just that number over the last year has gone up from 23%, and just in one year. And I think that's a really interesting indicator that we are becoming much more cognizant of the fact that people who we follow in social media, creators, influencers, are impacting what we're going to buy. So shopping was one category that we saw women consume content a lot and that they purchased based on seeing it. Another area that popped was the area of health and wellness. And this one kind of surprised me a little bit, but health and wellness, here women were talking about not just what workout should I do from a wellness standpoint or yoga, but really things like what supplements should I take, what type of... Of doctors should I go to for issues that I might be having that other women are talking about as well. So it really is not just the idea that women are looking to influencers or content creators to give them thoughts on a workout routine, but also actually on things that they should be doing from a health perspective. And that area we saw, again, over 50% of women say that they consume that content on a regular basis. And over 50% of women said that they have bought products or services based on influencers that they follow. I think we had some really interesting points that we discussed during The morning brew marketing brew conversation as it relates to how people who we follow in social media are impacting everything from how we work and career to how we shop and buy things and even health and wellness. Another area that we are seeing an impact is going to be very important because we have an election coming up for 2024. And we also asked women to talk to us about how they were impacted by people who they follow on social media as it relates to maybe how it's swaying their opinions in voting and politics. And it sounds like women are not as likely to consume this kind of content. We had just under a third, so 32%, one in three women who say that they consume or look at this content from an influencer, from somebody on social media related to politics and voting, but just 15% say that they rely on it in terms of making a decision about who to vote for. So I think that's really interesting that a very small percentage say that they actually rely on it in terms of their perspective for who to vote for. I think this will be a very interesting thing for us to see as we move forward. I do want to mention that in the area of politics and voting, we had done a lot of research after the overturn of Roe versus Wade. When the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, we had done a lot of research to understand how women were feeling about that. And we had a very high percentage of women. I think we may have even covered this on a prior podcast episode. We had a lot of women who said that they did not agree with the overturn. But what's interesting is we had about 70 or so percent of women who said they did not believe with the overturn of Roe v. Wade. There was, I think, about 10 percent who said that they agreed with the overturn of Roe v. Wade, and the rest just weren't sure. They didn't know. But we asked women also to talk to us about whether they felt like their voices were considered Um, more or less than men's voices when it comes to government and politics. And 68% of women said that they felt like women's voices were considered less than male voices. And that might also explain why 35% say that they're more likely to vote for a woman than they might have been five years ago, while only 3% said that they were less likely to do that. So you have more than one out of three women says they're more likely to vote for a woman than they would have five years ago. And just 3% who said that they're less likely to do so. And 52% believe that having women in government definitely helps traditional women's causes. That is down, actually, from 66% in 2015. So we asked a very similar question in 2015. This was on the lead up to the 2016 elections, as you will remember, Hillary Clinton was running. So we wanted to understand whether women felt back then that having women in government would help women's causes. And back then, 66% of women who we surveyed said, yes, I do think that having women in government would help move forward women's causes. And when we asked that same question earlier this year, we found that 52%, a 17-point drop from 2015, felt that having women in government actually helped women's causes. And I do think that there is a connection between the overturn of Roe v. Wade, which is a big issue, and we did see that come up significantly. The abortion rights issues came up significantly in the elections that we just had on November 7th. There's been a lot of discussion about how candidates really campaigned on the idea that they were Pro choice, they were going to push that forward. And a lot of those candidates were successful in winning the elections that they were running in. I do think all of this is connected. That's one of the things I love about having this amazing community that we have, the She Speaks community, where we can ask them these questions. So I do want to make that point. As I said, I wanted to make that point about politics and voting. And I do think it's going to be some interesting things. We'll continue to ask questions about this from the She Speaks community as we move forward and we race towards this 2024 election. But I do think there are some things that are going to come into play here that are specific to women, given what we saw with the overturn of Roe v. Wade. So these are some things that I thought were really interesting from the study that we just completed. A few other points that I think are worth talking about is just how women decide who they're going to follow on social media. I think a lot of people think that women are going to follow others who have a lot of followers. That's going to be a really important part of how you decide who you're going to follow. And it turns out that what you might call a vanity metric. Oh, how many followers does somebody have? That is actually the least important thing. The most important thing that women look at when they're deciding whether or not to follow someone, a social media influencer or creator on social media, is whether the influencer's prior posts. So 77% say that is what they really rely most on. And then followed by their own perceptions of that influencer being objective, that their perception of an influencer's objectivity was the reason that they would make a decision to follow someone. And as I said, the size of the influencer's following was less than that. Just half of women said that they that's how they would consider who they should follow. So I did think that was also worth mentioning because I do think it's contrary to perception that we follow the people who we just think, oh, they have a ton of followers, so I'll follow them, they must know what they're talking about. There's more that goes into that, and it's us making our own determination based on looking at the person's posts and our decision about whether that person is an objective person. And then finally, the other area that we thought was really interesting and wanted to dive into a little bit more is the fact that in terms of how women find a social media influencer to follow. That typically comes from a wide variety of sources. Women really rely most heavily on their own searching. About 80% of women say that they use search of their own to find find influencers or people in social media to follow, and 44% say that they use search often or typically. So women are really looking for people to follow, but they're doing their research. And that, I thought, was definitely something heartening for us to recognize and important for us to recognize. Finally, in terms of going with their gut, the women told us that they trust the people they know in terms of who they're going to follow. And they trust people they know more so than a social media influencer. And that includes their friends and family. They trust those people more, which makes an enormous amount of sense. And thank goodness, we hope that our that people are more trustworthy of their friends and family. But what's interesting is that is in every category except for one. And you might actually know what that category is when I say it. But the one area where women trust the opinions and recommendations of social media influencers more than they trust their family and friends is on things to buy in the shopping arena. So I thought that was really... Interesting. It also is consistent with what we said earlier that shopping is the category that women feel the most open to saying that they're being swayed to buy products based on what they're seeing a social media influencer post. So there's some really interesting findings. We're going to have a link in the show notes so that you can find more of the results. You can look at more of the results from this survey. As I said, we will be doing more of these surveys as it relates to the lead up of the 2024 election. So we'll be doing more in the category of voting. But I hope that this is interesting information to you. It's certainly something that we spend a lot of time thinking about. What is the impact that influencers, social media personalities, people who we follow on social media, what kind of impact are they having on us? And so we'll be reporting back more about this as we go. If there's an area that you are interested in hearing more about and want to understand better that we can ask in a question on one of our upcoming surveys, please feel free to email us. And you can email us at info at shespeaks.com and just let us know, hey, I was listening to the podcast and I had an idea for something I think we should be asking or you should be asking in an upcoming survey. We love getting your thoughts and opinions so please feel free to reach out to us. With that, I am going to make sure that we have information in the show notes so you can see the survey results and we'll look forward to talking with you again next week. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. If you're an influencer or a brand that wants to work with us, please feel free to email us at info@shespeaks.com. Until next time.